0: You are listening to the 20 Minute Fitness Podcast, episode number 25. My name is Charlie and welcome back to another episode of 20 Minute Fitness. Today I want to talk about monitoring and tracking your progress. The 20 Minutes Fitness Podcast is produced every Tuesday for your enjoyment. Show notes can be found at www.20minute.fitness and all the links will be in the show notes. Feel free to email us with suggestions for any topics you want us to cover in this podcast at podcast at 20minute.fitness. 20 Minute Fitness is powered by Shapescale. Shapescale is a 3D body scanning scale. Simply step on, and your body will be digitized in 3D. You'll be able to find valuable insights such as your body fat percentage, your lean muscle mass, and your muscle girth measurements via the app on your phone. This makes Shapescale a comprehensive fitness tracker because you can see your visual progress as well as numerical data. It is now available for pre-order at Shapescale.com. So without further ado, let's get into the show and talk all about how we can monitor and track our progress. So welcome back to another episode of 20 Minute Fitness. As previously mentioned, today I'm going to be talking about monitoring your training or your progress. The term monitoring your progress can encompass a whole different range of aspects of health and fitness. From tracking your your training, your workouts, whether that be inside a gym or doing cardio outside, increasing your runs for example. To tracking your diet, so macros and calories to establishing whether you are progressing closer towards your body goal or your target weight, or if you're moving the other way and further away from your end goal. This episode will focus predominantly on tracking our training, with a specific focus on tracking workouts that take place within the gym. If you want to hear more about setting and tracking your macros, which is a key facet of tracking your diet, then tune into one of our previous episodes titled Easy macro tips that will crush your diet goals. We explain in depth there how you can set your macronutrient targets and that will keep you on the right track to getting your summer body. In addition, if you're more interested in understanding the various ways and methods that you can track your body fat or your lean muscle mass, then check out one of our very early on episodes. Well, it was really a series, the Body Composition series called Body Composition 101. And as I said, this was done very early on in the history of 20 Minute Fitness, but it is a three-part series that contains a lot of valuable insights on the foundations of body composition, what exactly your body is made up of, how to measure any physical changes that happen to the body. So to summarise the body composition series here, and obviously you can tune back in and go back to the previous episodes to find out more. There are a number of different tools and apparatus and devices that you can use to measure the changes that happen to your body, whether you're gaining muscle mass or whether you're losing body fat. And there are many different advantages and pitfalls of each different device. So just to summarize some of the ones we talk about in the body composition series and also in the ultimate tracking guide, we talk about bioimpedance scales. Uh, So they're things like InBody, the Omron, the Sculpt, they all use bioimpedance technology. Normal scales, your basic bathroom scale. Shape scale, of course you know all about shape scale. Skin calipers, tape measures, hydrostatic weighing, DEXA scans. We cover it all, so if this interests you, definitely check out the Body Composition series. And of course, if you want to dive in more detail. Uh, we've also done the ultimate tracking guide, which can be which can be found on the Shape Scale blog. So definitely recommend checking that out. Before we get into the sort of meat of the podcast and the topic mo- monitoring your workouts, I want to say that although we'll be focusing on that, it does not mean you should neglect the other core aspects of health and fitness. All of these components: tracking your diet, tracking your workouts, tracking your body composition. These are all interlinked and they affect one another and I'll give an example why. So, for example, if I want to increase my strength and gain lean mass, I want to track my workouts to ensure I'm progressively overloading my muscles. However, I will struggle to put on muscle unless I'm eating adequate calories. If I'm taking in the adequate energy in the correct macronutrient ratio, and so I should be tracking my macros to ensure this aspect of my tra- uh, of my training is actually benefiting and supporting my workouts. And then tracking and monitoring physical changes comes into this because I can measure my muscle circumference and as time goes on I'll be able to see if my workouts and then diet are in fact helping to increase the size of my muscles the muscle circumference so you can see they're all very important and my advice would be to start monitoring all components of health and fitness as greg ogallagher the fitness influencer behind kino body said throughout his 10 years of weightlifting the periods in which he gained the most muscle and strength was when he was tracking his lifts. So you can see how important it really is. So I thought I would also give some benefits of tracking and why we do it. Why is it important? Well, it lends accountability to yourself and your goals. If you're continuously reminded of your goals and you're conscious of them daily, that you're conscious of the fact you need to record your workouts or your body fat percentage or whatever your goal may be, this continued self-awareness and the understanding of the behaviour or that's, that's required to write down these goals will make this more likely to become a habit. And a habit is continued and practised behaviour, so it will make you more prone to making better and healthier decisions as you are self-aware of your goal. And that little voice inside your head will help direct you towards making better decisions in life. Tracking your workouts allows you to come into the gym with a plan. As Benjamin Franklin once said, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. If you've recorded your previous workouts, you know exactly how many reps or what weight you need to be doing in the next session in order to improve, in order to progress, in order to achieve progressive overload and stimulate the muscle more than your previous session. So if I come into the gym knowing how many reps I did of a certain weight or what weight I did in my previous session, I know exactly what I have to beat or have to improve upon in my current session. It will stop you from coasting. It will make sure you push yourself. It gives you a sense of self-competition, a competition against yourself, against your previously recorded data, so you know that you want to beat it. It will make you motivated. Tracking will help you see how far you've come. Everyone, at some stage of their fitness journey, hits a slump. They, They feel demotivated. They think they haven't been making the progress they should have been, but... If you've got a record of when you first started and what you what you were lifting when you first started, this will reinforce the reason why you started in the first place. You'll be able to see how far you've come. You'll be able to see that incremental progress you've been making and that innate desire to continue to improve will be reborn again. It helps you avoid stagnant routines and hitting plateaus. If I've been recording consistently and then I recognise that my number hasn't moved for a particular exercise for a while, for example, my barbell bench press, maybe I have to mix up my routine. Maybe I should give my dumbbell bench press a go instead and see if working slightly different muscles within the chest is going to help benefit my, my bench press. There was a study conducted by the American Psychological Association to see whether recording and writing down goals would have an effect on personal health goals such as losing weight, quitting smoking, changing diet. A study revealed that prompting participants to monitor their progress towards a goal increased the likelihood that the participants would achieve that goal. Furthermore, they found out that the more frequent the monitoring, the greater the chance of success and this was a study that was, appears in the journal Psychological Bulletin. The list of the benefits of tracking honestly goes on and on. The return on investment of putting in some time to record your training is well worth it. It's free, for the most part, and you'll reap the benefits. So before moving on to the ways that you can track and monitor your workouts and my favourite apps to record my workouts, it's a time to thank our sponsor. Health IQ is an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like runners, cyclists, weightlifters and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. The Health IQ Advantage is their unique mortality model on the health-conscious and they have lower rates for people that are leading a health-conscious lifestyle, kind of like good driver savings on auto insurance. They have a unique underwriting that replaces BMI with waist-to-hip ratio taking into consideration cholesterol calculations, and more. In fact, 70% of their exclusive rate clients get approved at the top rate class. Health IQ is the fastest growing life insurance company, with over 5 billion in coverage. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash 20fit. Or mention the promo code 20fit when you talk to a Health IQ agent. Life insurance companies calculate your policy rates based on your nearest age, not your actual age, and rates increase as you get older. So lock in the best rate possible by getting a free quote today. Now, back to the show. Most commonly used methods to track our workouts in the gym are using a pen and paper, slash writing down your workouts on a notebook, or taking notes on your phone or using a fitness tracking app. And there are plenty of these that, and I'll be telling you my favourite apps to use. But recently as well, there have been several wearables that are specialised in tracking your workouts, and we'll be touching on those as well. But to start, let's talk about how we can track our workouts using a notepad. I personally just use a normal notepad, one that you would write your your notes in for the day, or a journal, or a diary, or something like that. But there are notebooks that are specifically designed for fitness tracking such as the Fitbook and I'll link to that in the show notes as well as a couple others. But really the most important thing is the content which you write down. And so when I'm recording my own workouts, what I do is I write the exercise, the name of the exercise, for example barbell bench press, and then I'll write the number of sets I am doing, the number of reps per set, and also the weight I am using. And then, obviously, during my next session, I will reflect on what I did in my previous session and try and beat it. And this can be trying to beat it in terms of volume. So, increasing the number of reps I do per set, or increasing the number of sets I do of a specific weight. Or I will try and increase the weight. So, to put it in perspective, this is what I would write down in my notebook I would say, I'm doing a barbell bench press exercise, I'm going to be doing four sets of eight reps of 198 pounds. And then in my next session, when I'm training barbell bench press again, I will try and beat my previous stats, like I already said. So if I want to increase my volume, I might write down something like, I'm going to be doing barbell bench press, four sets of 10 reps instead of eight at 198 pounds. And if I want to increase the weight, as opposed to increasing my volume, I would write down barbell bench press, four sets of eight reps of £205. So you can see that I'm coming to the gym trying to compete against myself and better my numbers from before. So I'm constantly improving, I'm constantly progressing. I should say that I like to plan my sessions in advance so I have an idea about what exercises I'm going to be completing, what weights I want to hit and what reps I want to attempt. And I'll make usually a mental note of this, but you can also write it down. I'd advise you to do that. And then obviously when I get into the session and attempt my planned workout, I then write down the numbers I actually achieve. It won't always go to plan. You won't always hit the numbers that you're meant to have hit, that you've written down in your plan. But it is better to go in with a plan, knowing what you have to achieve, because then you're more likely to achieve it. You want to compete against yourself and do better than to go in with no plan and dilly dally around, not knowing exactly what you're meant to be doing. Also, some people like to record more detail than me when tracking their workouts. They like to include details such as rest time. So the next time they go into a session, they'll reduce the rest between each set. Or they like to include the RPE, which is the Rating of Perceived Exertion. So obviously you can look into these by yourself and see if it's something you want to include. I don't think it's 100% necessary. I think that the main thing is really just to start writing down your workouts and tracking them rather than going into this much detail. But if you are quite experienced, then you can definitely include this information. I personally like recording my workouts and my training using a notebook because I think there's something quite powerful about the actual act of writing down your exercises and writing down your goals. I think it sticks with you more. Obviously, I understand, though, for many people, it's another item to bring to the gym a notebook, and you're already most likely bringing your phone to listen to music. So now I'm going to talk about my favorite tracking apps. I've recently started using an app called Athlete to track my workouts, and Athlete is basically a company that helps influencers build businesses. So YouTubers or fitness experts that you may already know can actually put a program on the Athlete app. And then when you buy the program, you can follow it and track your workouts using the Athlete app. So for example, I've just purchased Mo Samuel's shredding plan. I'm trying to Get a uh, some body fat for summer. And I run a couple of his workouts. And what you do is he will have the workout listed, like I said in the notebook, what exercise it is, how many reps you should do, whether it's an AMRAP, which means as many reps as possible. And then you put in the weight that you've done for that workout. So it's a very basic form of tracking, but it allows you to follow a fitness plan or fitness guide created by an expert in the industry. So definitely re- recommend checking that out, especially if you're looking for a fitness plan to to try and start using. Another app I've used in the past, which I quite like, is the Runtastic series of apps. So Runtastic pull-ups or Runtastic uh, push-ups or Runtastic squats. And they are all calisthenic type movements, so all body weight. And what I like about these apps is that it guides you through how to increase the number of push-ups you can do, increase the number of pull-ups you can do, etc. You'll know exactly how many reps you need to hit going into the workout, and you can start from a very, very beginner level where you're only doing a few reps, or you can start at a more advanced level where you're maybe performing 30 pull-ups, three sets of however many they tell you, and they build it up incrementally, so there's no big jump. You may be doing 22 total reps one day and 24 the next day, and it really helped. In- to increase the number of pull-ups I could do when I was running their sort of pull-up program. So definitely recommend looking at the Runtastic uh, apps, especially because you don't have to be in the gym to use the app. You can be at home or in the park or anything like that as well. Another great fitness tracking app or workout app is the Lifts 5x5 app. And this, as I said, helps you to gain strength and muscle faster by guiding you through 5x5 workouts. So this is five sets of five rep workouts, generally of compound movements. So movements that involve many, many muscles groups, such as your bench press, your squat, your military press and your deadlift. So here's how it works. What you do is you tell the app your best lifts and it will calculate your starting weights for the 5x5. Five five. So then you do your first workout and enter your sets. The app will then keep track of what you did. It will also tell you how long to rest between each set. And it will give you the exercises slash the weights you need to do for the next workout. So it really allows you to focus on your lifting. It's like having a personal strength coach in your pocket You'll know when you need to add weight, what to do if you fail and don't get five sets and five reps in each set, when to deload. So it really has a lot of information inside there and I definitely recommend checking that out as well. As I mentioned, there are a number of wearables surfacing that actually automatically track your workouts, so not just your steps and calories like traditional wearables do, but An example of this is the Atlas Wristband 2, and the Atlas Wristband 2 is really the first fitness wearable that automatically identifies the exercises you're doing. It records the reps and any essential data to showcase and summarize your workout. So not only does it calculate your calories and heart rate, but you can also see which muscle groups you worked at a glance. You can find out velocity data and obviously it's automatically tracking whether you're doing a squat movement and it will tell you how many reps you do and you can input the weight there also. Another wearable you could check out is the beast sensor. And this depends on obviously what you want to measure and what you want to track in the gym. But if you're looking to track strength and power, um, the Beast focuses on measuring your power in watts and velocity for every single rep. I would recommend this wearable for someone with a bit more experience because it does give you a lot of different insights into your lifts, such as the velocity of your lifts, and it really focuses on velocity based training. It also does, though, measure the volume of, of your workout and how many reps you're doing. So, another option for you to check out if potentially you're a power lifter or Someone that wants to really focus on increasing the strength. So there we have it I've given a summary as to the different ways you can track your workouts in the gym whether you go Basic with the notebook like I usually do or you can try out some of the fitness apps out there Which are getting better and better as time goes on. There are also wearables starting to emerge and I think the key takeaway from this is that tracking will optimize your workouts. It will optimize your health and fitness There's no better way of progressing and bettering yourself and self-improving than actually writing down your previous workout, writing down exactly what you did and then going in against yourself in a competition type state to improve. It makes you more motivated, it makes you have that will to want to Better yourself. So I really hope you enjoyed. Please let me know if you are starting to use any of the trackers that we discussed in this workout or how you currently track your workouts by emailing us at podcast at 20 minutes dot fitness. I'd be interested to know if you think of any different ways. Also, if you have enjoyed this, please do leave us a review, leave us a rating and also subscribe to the channel. Share us with any friends and family that are looking to get into health and fitness we will be consistently putting out weekly episodes for your enjoyment so thank you very much and tune in for the next one